Nate and Nated Nategad Nated Nategad Nate Tigad Nate Tigad Nate Tigad Nate Tigad Nate Tigad It's phonetically spells like Nate Tigad Come on guys it's pronounced Nate Diggity Nate Diggity Nate Diggity. Nate Diggity. Diggity. I'm here to tell you the way it's supposed to be pronounced. It's called Nate Diggity. See what I did? See? Nate Diggity. D-I-G-A-D. Nate D-I-G-A-D. Diggity. Very clear, right? Just listen to the podcast. Welcome to the Thunderdome. <laughs> Welcome back to It's Pronounced Nate Diggity. It's been nuts out there, right? I never expected I'd have to fight for toilet paper, of all things. Speaking of toilet paper, special shout out to Ryan, who actually sent me a box with toilet paper and comic books. That was amazing. Thank you for that. So this is a special quarantine edition of the podcast. Before this whole shutdown happened, I went to C2E2 in Chicago, which has been the last big comic convention so far this year. Uh, Emerald City was canceled, WonderCon was canceled, and even San Diego has been canceled. While, while at the con, I was actually able to get a great interview with one of the coolest people from Marvel Comics you'll hear here shortly. Uh, before we get to the interview, I did want to talk about a couple comics They've been going up in price and value since this whole thing started, which you're probably thinking, what could cause a comic to go up in value because of a pandemic, you know? So it's pretty, pretty easy once you hear this. So in 1991, in Peter Parker, The Spectacular Spider-Man, issue 176, a new villain was introduced. And that villain was corona yep that's right corona <laughs> uh introduced in issue 176 and continues into 177 it was written by kurt kurt uh busiek with cover art pencils and inks by sal busima which is a great artist uh colors bob sharon letter was chris eliopoulos i'm gonna say I don't know how to pronounce that one, so I'm guessing on that one. Sorry, Chris, if you ever hear this somehow. <laughs> so if you go by the cover alone, it does go hand-in-hand hand with you know our current issue in the world. Mary Jane is on the cover in bed with uh, the tagline above her, Mary Jane is in mortal danger. So you're like, okay, yeah, this is the same thing. Uh, but once you crack open the issue, you realize it's a little bit different kind of story. People are getting sick with what they're referring to as the Soho fever, because that's the area mostly affected. Um, but it's actually, they're getting sick from drinking water that has been contaminated with toxic and radioactive chemicals. Because of course that would happen in, you know, where Spider-Man is, you know. Of course it would, because that's normal New York for you, right? <laughs> I mean, it's gotta be. 
So yeah, back to Corona. Uh, she's the sister of Dr. Cedric Forrester, who is introduced in the book as well. Um, he does some experiments on her that ends up turning her into a flying woman with metallic skin. And she has like this aura around her that can actually make her immune to bullets. Yeah. So there's that <laughs> go figure. Right. Um, I don't want to spoil too much in case you end up, you know, wanting to get your own copies. Um, I would say though, if you do want to get your own, um, I would actually wait until after this is all over with. So you're not paying too much because of course, right now, this is where people are going to be charging more because it is very relevant and people are going to do that. I mean, I have paid a little bit for mine. I won't lie, but hold off just a little bit. Cause I really do have a feeling that, you know, once this is all over with, People aren't going to care as much because it's not a main villain. It's no nothing real big. It's just because it's what's going on right now. So, yeah, if you do pick them up, I would wait just a little bit to pick them up. Again, it's Peter Parker, The Spectacular Spider-Man, issue 176 and 177. Um, 176 is first appearance. 177 is where it continues on. Um, so you got to get the whole story, obviously. I will say one last thing is that Reed Richards is actually called in to help. So if you're a fan of the Fantastic Four, you get Reed. So that's pretty cool, right? <laughs> anyway, let's get to the interview. Take it away, Nate Diggity from the past. All right, welcome back. So I'm here at C2E2 with... Agent M, Ryan Panagos, what is going on? The one and only Agent M. He is amazing if you're ever seeing him out give him a smash yeah i like that yeah yeah so anyway ryan thanks for joining the pod for a minute for sure yeah my pleasure how would you pronounce this uh nate digad okay so close it's nate diggity but where's the dig ad Oh, yeah. I got it, yeah. I got it. All so, right. welcome to, it's pronounced Nate Diggity, Nate the Diggity. podcast. Okay, all right, I like that. Yeah, so, got a few questions for you. Um, first, if someone were to try to jump back into reading comics, or even start reading comics for the first time, what storyline would you suggest they start with, new and or old? So, I love this question, I love answering it, I get it once in a while, but my first thing is immediately a question back. What are your favorite types of stories? Have you watched Marvel Cinematic Universe movies or television shows? What do you like? Because the beauty of Marvel is we have every type of story, every type of character, genre. Like there's something for everyone, so it, it really depends on personal tastes. Um, you know, and if it's just like, yeah, I know the Avengers have the guy with the shield, and then there's <laughs> the robot man. I'm like, he's not a robot. Right. His name is Tony Stark. He's Iron Man. It's a great suit of armor. That kind of stuff. Um, I would say. Uh, there's a number of Avengers series that are just wonderful. Like currently, the Avengers series is really—it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's juggling a lot of things. It brings in Phil Coulson um, in a really cool way. It has Black Panther on the team. It has, you know, Captain Marvel and Ghost Rider and all these cool characters as part of the team. So that could be a fun one to start with. Yeah. Um, and that's sort of at the center of the Marvel universe. Right. Um, classic stuff. It you know it's like it, again it really depends on what people are like people right. like. I, I think. Uh, Daredevil Born Again is just a great story. Yeah. You know, if you're like, hey, I just want to know what Marvel can do. It's like, okay, here's this. 
Uh, Infinity Gauntlet is great because it like it's bonkers and it's wild. <laughs> it has like dozens of characters and it has stuff that will be familiar to people who know the movies. Right. That's really good. Um, you know, I think Miles Morales, Spider-Man, the various Spider-Man series are incredible to, to check in and, and dig into. Um, depending on if they're younger, maybe Unbeatable Squirrel Girl could be really good. Um, yeah, there's a million possible ways to answer that. Right, which is definitely true. Um, I know for me personally, I always suggest for the casual Avengers versus X-Men. Just because that way they have the Avengers and they have their sure. X-Men, so. Yeah, no, I, I think that's great. And like the current X-Men stuff is a, a really fun way to jump in. Yeah. It's fresh and new. You don't have to know tons of history because it feeds you little bits, but it's right. it's like an, a perfect entry point. But Avengers versus X-Men is a hoot. It's wild. Oh yeah, definitely. One of my favorites personally. Okay, so second, I know you're a wrestling fan, so this goes yes. right to you. Um, if there was a Marvel Royal Rumble, who do you think would enter first and be able to win the whole thing? All right, so you got to take into consideration, like, what, how are you structuring this? Are you saying, like, Galactus can enter, or is it just, you know, superheroes? I mean, it's up to you. That's the thing. That's the beauty of the whole thing. It's your, you know, dream Royal Rumble Marvel. So I would, I would put one and two, the Blob and the Juggernaut, because Blob's power is... He's unmovable. You, you, right. Like, that's his thing. So if he plants his feet, he should be able to stand in the middle of the ring and not get moved. And so you would have Juggernaut running the ropes, unstoppable. It would just be the two of them for the first 90 seconds or whatever it is. Uh, and then it would it would go on. I don't know that either of them would win it, but I right. would love to see just that is a, a great way to start, you know, yeah. from a storytelling perspective, a great way right. to do it. And then, you know, you add Hulk, who's the strongest there is. There's a bunch of different ways to go in there. You want to have Captain Marvel in there. You want to have someone like Black Panther who is strategic. Right. And he'll be the guy who gets tossed over the ropes but comes back under every single time. Right. Like, you know, there's a lot of fun ways to do it. Spider-Man would be like your Kofi Kingston yeah. uh, who is, like, finding fun ways to not put both feet on the ground. Um, right. Yeah, I, who would win it was a really tough one. I would probably book it as somebody you wouldn't expect. Right. You know, someone that isn't a top Avenger. Um, honestly, I put Squirrel Girl on there because she's beating everybody. That's she true. is unbeatable. That is true. So I was thinking about it too because I was like, I gotta, I gotta have an answer. So, I mean, I think the big one because of the underdog, like you said, could be Ant Man because he could be that sneaky one oh, yeah. that goes under the mat for a while, uh -huh. comes back at the end like a Miz type character, takes him out. Yeah, I, I could see that, but I see him being like. He'll come in at like eight or nine. He'll get batted around. He'll go down for most of it. Right. And he'll pop back out when he thinks the last person's been thrown up, thrown out. But they'll not have been thrown out. And so he'll be cheering. <laughs> then he'll get his ass tossed out. Yeah. That's how it would probably play out. Yeah, I could definitely see it that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, so This Week in Marvel and Marvel's Pool List are two podcasts that you grace. If someone wanted to start listening, should they start at the newest episode and go back? Or do you have favorite ones to recommend to, to ease people in? Yeah, um, uh, that's great. So This Week in Marvel is a show we do every week where um, we have a bunch of sections. It's a little bit of news, uh, a sort of thing we call the big talk, which is a discussion about anything. So every week it, it changes. Um, and then usually an interview with someone, sometimes related to our big talk and sometimes not. Um, I think the last 
year and change have been our strongest ever. Yeah. Uh, it's myself, Lorraine Sink is my main co-host. We have James Monroe Iglehart, who is a Tony Award winning Broadway actor uh, from yeah. Hamilton and uh, Aladdin and so much more. He's our other co-host. And so we have a lot of fun and we've really been gelling the last year and change. Um, so I, I would say within that time frame is where you go. And it's, it's one of those things, like what kind of stories do you like? Right now, this year, we're doing um, alternate realities. So every week we talk about some way, shape or form, alternate realities and like different versions and different stories. So if, you're, if you love that AU type of stuff, yeah. starting from January 1st, for our first episode of the year, that's when we've been doing those. 2019, every episode was about Marvel's 80th anniversary. So I did a whole section on Marvel history, looking at every every year yeah. across 80 years and pulling things that hit that week. So that was a lot of work. <laughs> right. So uh, if anybody wants to go listen to all of 2019, that would be great. Uh, <laughs> those are really fun episodes to put together and I learned a ton about Marvel throughout the year that even I didn't know and I've right. been at Marvel for over 13 years. Um, so those last two years are great. I think that that's where you go. For Marvel's pull list, um, it's a weekly show about the new comics. Uh, and I think any episode you jump into is, is perfect to, to start with. Um, because you want to learn about the books that are coming out on a Wednesday, we release an episode on Tuesday. And so we get you prepped and say, hey, this is these are our favorite books. These are the ones that we would like go to bat for no matter what. You should spend your hard-earned money on these. And I think that has been something we've seen a lot. We're, we keep growing that show and seeing people who are like, oh, I, I want to read comics and this is how I'm going to learn about them. Right. Which is definitely a great one because people need to know what is coming out, obviously. Yeah. Some weeks we put out over 20 comics and it's, it's hard. If you don't know it, if your local comic shop hasn't you know, stocked a lot of every one of them, right. um, or if you're a digital user and you just like want to know what you get on a Wednesday morning, you know, it, it could be anything. So we, we also want to make sure like, hey, this book was great. You don't right. sleep on this comic. Um, and then we also tell you like, hey, this book is, you know, these things are coming to Marvel Unlimited. Here are the collections out this week. There's a lot of stuff. We're also adding in some stuff with creators and editors where they're talking about their books a little bit more yeah. um, to try to, to add into the show. So right. it's fun. Good. Yeah, because I know like there's a, a lot of people are asking like, hey, what's coming out this week? And I try and give a heads up, but even then I'm just like, I'm not in that series. I don't know that yeah. one. So your show obviously would help that out a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah, especially because and we, we credit every creator, so every writer, artist, inker, colorist, letterer, like those are really important jobs to yeah. making the, the comics successful and great. Um, and so sometimes, you know, we'll have a listener who's like, oh, I didn't know so-and-so artist did this comic or did a cover or did whatever. I want to read this because of them that right. they wouldn't have known about otherwise. Exactly, yeah, because I know for me, I do kind of hover towards certain writers, certain artists, yeah. but if you do that, you're kind of stuck and not and end up missing a whole lot because yeah. of that. Yeah, for sure. That's why you should subscribe to Marvel Unlimited because you can get every Marvel comic released every week, six months later, but still, you can read everything we put out. Yes, and it is great. I have it myself, and I use it all the time. <laughs> uh, okay, so here's a non-comic related. So what are the top five albums that people need to listen to that they may never have heard of? Oh, man. All right. Uh, so, uh, I'm a hardcore punk kid from um, New York, uh, Long Island, and Queens, and New York City specifically. Yeah. And, uh, uh, sorry, I was just watching a, a, a Scarecrow uh, cosplayer lose part of his mask, and, and some nice uh, folks here at C2E2 uh, hand it back to him. Um, uh, and so, I would probably just go back to my mid to late 90s yeah. and pick a couple records from there, because they're 
There's almost no way any of y'all have heard of any of them. So um, uh, let's see. Ooh. Uh, Silent Majority, uh, Life of a Spectator, one of my, like, the, the best um, sort of uh, melodic hardcore records ever. Nice. Uh, Motive, I versus the Beckoning of Darkness is one of my favorite metal records of all time. It is so gnarly. And like these dudes were like super straight edge and they were like awesome hardcore. Yeah. And then they like all broke edge and just made the greatest <laughs> kind of stoner metal record yeah. in the world. It was so good. Um, I love that record. Um, uh, let's see, um, what else? Um, gotta have a mind over matter record, uh, mindset overhaul. Uh, that would be really good. Um, mindset overhaul would be really good. So that's three, right? Yeah. Um, indecision, unorthodox, which is uh, I have a tattoo uh, of some of their lyrics on my wrist. So that's really good. Um, so that's four. Um, I need one more. This is a great, tough question. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I know you would be good for it because I know you're yeah, yeah. super good in the music and love good stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, I, and uh, Millhouse, I'd have to have a Millhouse record. Um, uh, man, I haven't thought about Millhouse in a while. <laughs> Millhouse is great. The, the singer, huge comic book fan. I actually was wearing a uh, John Constantine Hellblazer t-shirt yeah. or a Preacher t-shirt at a, at a Millhouse, like walking into the doors of a show <laughs> when I was like 16. And yeah. he was like, all right, you're good. And he, like, <laughs> like, it was one of those unspoken things. Um, give awesome. me one second and I'll tell you which... Which record? Because it's going to drive me nuts if I have it wrong. Uh, uh, so, the Millhouse record is called Obscenity in the Milk. Okay. And it is bonkers. It's great. <laughs> uh, and, and all these records have, like, samples from movies. It was, like, my oh, favorite nice. thing about hardcore in the 90s. Like, they would have movie samples and TV samples that would, like, get into songs. All that is, they're all from the same, like, record label, same yeah. time period. It's really good. Nice. Last question for you. This may be a hard one, too. If you could only read one issue of a comic for the rest of your life, what would it be? Over and over again? Yeah. One issue. Shoot, man, that is... <laughs> that's real tough. Um, you know, I, I've got Born Again caught in my head, so 227, I think it's or 232 of Daredevil is the, like, fallout of that and it's when nuke is like going bonkers and it has some really great prose from uh from frank miller and it's like his, his dialogue and his stuff from ben yurik and uh beautiful art from david mazzucchelli that one i could look at over and over again um gosh uh marvel comics 1000 is a good cheat because it's 96 pages long and you, there's it it's so dense and there's so much in there yeah. that you could read that over and over and over and over again. Right. Um, and it does count. I will say that. Sure. Uh, X Men: God Loves, Man Kills could be in there. Like yeah. the original graphic novel uh, is in that discussion. Or uh, Death of Captain Marvel, that graphic right. novel by Jim Starlin. Yeah. Man, that one. Oh, I reread that every couple of years yeah. and just destroy me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know. You. What are those? Okay. One of those off the top of my head. Those are those are solid. Cool. Yeah, I mean, they're good choices. What would you? Um, so, yeah, I thought about two. It's tough because, yeah, because one, you got to think art. What are you going to want to see every time? Um, it would probably end up being Daredevil Runs with um, Kevin Smith and Palmiotti. 
I think it would be one of those issues. Yeah, I was rereading, I was going through those again a couple months ago, uh, and I like, I was looking at Joe's art and, and Jimmy's stuff, and, and I was like, man, this, this was, this was like next level, still hasn't been touched, beauty and, and interesting panel placements and way of the storytelling is beyond anybody else. It was yeah. just like, he was dunking on everyone <laughs> yeah. at that time. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of miss Casada doing it. Like, yeah. I, uh, if you follow him on Instagram at Joe Casada, we just got him verified and got his, his proper name on Instagram. He's posting some cool stuff. You never know what he's up to. Nice. Yeah, that's good. I saw he was good, supposed to be here. Ended up having to cancel. Yeah. It happens. But yeah, I'd probably go with that because I mean, Casada art is just always good. Like he's one of my favorites, so I'd probably have to go with that. Yeah, I was telling someone last night, I was at a show in like 98 or 99, seeing um, a bunch of metal bands, metal and hardcore bands. One of them was called Zao, this uh, just wild band. They were great. Uh, <laughs> but I was reading Guardian Devil yeah. at the show, like friggin' nerd, like I'm at a great <laughs> show. And I was like, oh, I'm reading a comic book. Look up. Yeah, this is great. Comic book, music, comic right. book. That was who I was. 20-some-odd awesome. years ago. Hey, and look at you now. Yeah, that's right. It all paid off. Yeah, exactly. So, hey, you got to do what you got to do. That's right. So, Ryan, definitely thank you for taking time out of your day. I know it's the beginning of the con, so the storm hasn't really gotten here yet. Oh, yeah. Um, but definitely thank you for stopping for, it's pronounced Nate Diggity. Nate Diggity. Appreciate it, brother. Thank you. Thanks again to Ryan Panagos, a.k.a. Agent M, for taking some time out of his con to talk with me. If you ever see him at a con, probably and sadly next year make sure to stop and say hey he is definitely a busy man at cons bouncing between panels of course but always good to catch him if you can definitely follow him on twitter and instagram at agent m and make sure to subscribe and listen to all of his podcasts if you're looking to read some comics make sure to check out marvel unlimited there is a mobile app or you can go to marvel.com unlimited there is a free seven day trial if you want to just check it out from there you can either go monthly for $9.99 or annually which there are a couple options for annual enrollment you can choose either $69 a year or bump up to $99 a year and get an annual gift and some surprises at cons too you should at least give the seven day trial a shot I've been a subscriber for many years and I mean I love it that's great always having you know comics ready to go uh, make sure to follow marvel unlimited on twitter at marvel unlimited to kind of get a sneak peek at um, their releases as well oh that uh special shout out from earlier was actually for a different ryan crazy right so yeah this has definitely been an episode of ryan's <laughs> i guess <laughs> um and yeah as always make sure to follow me at nate diggity everywhere if you have any questions or concerns, you can email me at natediggitycares at gmail.com or you can call or text 469-296-6568. And I know some of you are still wondering, what the heck did Nikki say? Well, guess what? You'll find out next episode, which will be next week. It'll be my birthday week. It'll be Marvel Comics back on the shelves week. It's going to be a great week. Be safe out there, and until next time. Cough, Nate, take it easy.